listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Can you uh, turn up my headphones? I can turn turn up up your headphones. Can you turn Um, up my microphone? Because I want people to hear me loud and clear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're you're loud and clear. Let's see Uh, here. Better be. Um, Let's see. Is that better? Check. check. Oh yeah, that's better. Is that because I cranked it? That's really loud. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Um, Should mention. Did you did you edit (laughs) the one you put up today? very much i didn't oh okay well, i listened to it because i was gonna go in and i was gonna edit the crap out of it yeah because i thought i don't want things to be too political or anything like that. yeah and i listened to it and i was like you know what we didn't say anything that was particularly hurtful or harmful to anyone and it's just i'm just gonna post it so i did all right words can never hurt you is that what I mean, sticks and stones, sticks and stones. My bones, but. i mean it's my it's my personal belief that uh yeah, uh, you can. <coughs> being offended is a choice, and if people want to be offended mm, by see. my sharing my very benign opinion of really excellent outdoor gear, is that? Yeah, no, we. T- <laughs> I mean, we talked about outdoor gear. We also. T- what else would do we talk about? Well, I like what you called it. it. Turned into you called it in a bunch of a mumble jumble or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I got the notification it, this morning. It turned into. Uh, me expressing my and annoyance some about some philosophy philosophical philosophical mumbo jumbo that's read. good is this on yeah what you can't not hear I yourself can't hear i can barely hear me when i talk here let's try this okay. can you hear yourself now, now? Mm, i like the sound of that <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. yeah well you're up chase like we're going to talk about you and your experiences here my today experience in the wind river range yeah. Yeah. So heard how it was your trip. Heard it was smoky. Smoky and awesome. But the wind um, the winds are on fire, right? No, it was smoke blown in from we heard it was smoke all blown in from Colorado. From those big fires. But did water. you know that Yellowstone was on fire? I was it? I heard that when I got back. So there. lightning strike hit south of Old Faithful and <coughs> two days ago they closed the road to north to between Old Faithful and uh, the south entrance, wherever that is. Um, so you could only access Old Faithful through the... Through the west entrance? Through the north side, yeah. <coughs> that west entrance, north side. Well, or you drive all the way up around oh, and yeah. go come down the north side. Oh, but the west entrance was open? West was open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, south was closed. Um, and it was lightning strike. And and uh, they were basically letting it burn with, with uh, you know, protecting any any structures but right yeah right, that's cool. a good way so. to do it so yeah it was uh it was a great trip it was like i said it was smoky um 
We did the Cirque of the Towers route. Time out, we. Who's we? Me and my father. Yep, it was my dad's first backpacking trip in ages. So we decided to... Did you guys finally have the talk? He he taught me all about it. I didn't even know that's how it worked. <laughs> like, wow. You couldn't tell me that earlier? Well, he uh, was waiting for you to get a girlfriend. It never happened. So yes. it was like, oh, might as well just <laughs> tell him now. He's going to find out eventually. <laughs> He's finally 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little awkward, but you know... It's good. Uh, you know, when you're stuck in a tent dude, with someone, you can't get away. That's just so you guys like have that. like, well, I, see, I didn't, I missed out on the talk because I didn't have a dad. But I'm curious because uh, coming from the LDS religion, do you drink like a near beer? <laughs> like, do you have like a fake beer by a, on a log down by the river? Like, well, son, well, son oh, yeah. let me tell you, where's <laughs> it a root beer? You know, let me give you a strong root beer. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we we drank filtered water. Uh, yeah. 25, yeah. So. Oh, that's good. Oh. Sorry. I was so, teasing you. <laughs> so not that this is what the topic should be about, but funny, <laughs> funny story. So uh, um, my dad, so I, I'm, I'm engaged to get married. It's like three or four days before I get married. And my brother's like, my which older, your dad is like the nicest person on the planet. By he the is. Way. Yeah. He is. And my, and my mom is too. They're both. Yeah. Both wonderful, but like the talk was like an awkward. I think it was an awkward thing. And was um, this like right before marriage? So here, so it should have been when I was like thirteen, you know. <laughs> and um, I'm 24, 23, about to turn twenty-four. Like three days before I get married, and my brother comes to me and he's like, "Hey, man, your uh, older brother, my older brother. Yeah, he's had he's, the talk. He's married. Yeah. Um, he knows how oh. he comes oh, to me." No. And, he comes to me and he's like, "Hey man, uh, pops wants to chat." His, no, he said, "Dad or mom ever had the talk with you?" Like, no. And he's like, "I didn't think so. They never had it with me either." So let me tell you a few things about how how things work. I was like, "Well, I kind of know how things work." And he's like, "Yeah, but just you'll thank me later." And so then he had the talk with me about just like this is how. Oh my goodness! And he's, he's yeah, a, uh, he's a PA. Not, yeah, not a doctor, but a PA. So he's. He understands all the medical stuff around it and everything, and so he's he's teaching me. I mean, and I'm thinking, hey, I've I I took anatomy in college, I took physiology in college, I kind of know how all that works. But he he shared with me some things that were very helpful, and then <laughs> and then I had to look them up later, but yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I some weird websites, <laughs> and then oh. like the night before I'm gonna get married, my dad comes to me and he's like. Hey Greg, I should have done this a long time ago, but uh, oh my gosh. you have any questions? I said no. Carrie, Carrie, my brother already talked to me a couple of nights ago. He's like, oh, okay. when I a couple of nights ago, like <laughs> when I was thirteen. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, he's like, oh good. All right, you good then? That's so funny. <laughs> and uh, these poor people are like, well, I just tuned in to hear what the winds backpacking are like. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, you got what's what's that doctor Doctor Oz, Doctor Phil, Doctor Oz, Phil. I don't know, all those, yeah, one of those lame doctors. doctors. Anyway, so that's that's kind of that's the funny, uh, but a little more backpacking related. Um, I asked my father-in-law permission to to marry my wife on a backpacking trip. He and I were sharing a tent. And uh, looking back, I think I would have rather done it in a, at a time when. 
I could have just like he, gotten look, away. He's not an easy guy to chat with about personal stuff. I would assume. Like I know him somewhat, but you, you know, he is he is for me now. But at the time, I was terrified. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like anyone's terrified. Yeah. Of that. So, yeah. but I uh, but I'm laying in a tent one night, and my wife, who's who was my you know girlfriend at the time, um, she's in a tent. 20 feet away so we're like whispering talking back and forth at, at night and i ask his permission and he's it's and like, then i'm thinking it's like that condom commercial of yours have you seen that where they're they're visiting the parents house it's actually a commercial for for a hearing aid and the wife is trying to whisper to her husband at like the the kitchen bar you know like hey did you bring the condoms but he, but she's like mouthing and he can't figure out what what she's saying he's like he's like what what and her dad who's in like the lounge chair across the way in the living room says he wants to know if you brought the condoms like, <laughs> because his yeah, because his hearing aid picks it up and he's like yeah yeah i brought it <laughs> she oh, gives him man. the worst look it's a great commercial oh, yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny that's a genius <laughs> Anyway, if I could if I could give any advice to anybody out there, if you're going to ask your father-in-law, future father-in-law, for permission to to marry his daughter, uh, don't do it while laying in a tent in the mountain. <laughs> but just like, because I asked him and he's like, yes, he gave me the yes, and we talked for a minute, and then we just kind of laid there awkwardly the rest of the night, and it's just like I can't get away. And I can't, uh, I can't fall asleep uh, now. And what you got to fart or was, something? You got to break the monotony. You got to. I don't know. Uh, he was super cool, and it, it turned out fine. But like, if, uh, I, did, if I did, he could have made it so awkward if he wanted to. But he was cool about it. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, was, I. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm gonna do it in a completely different way. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I say that like All I have, right. have have one to ask. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe soon. Who knows? Maybe. So where did you where did anyway, you yeah. where did you park? Parking lot D. Uh, like Z, I think. Yeah, big Z? sandy trailhead about two miles down the uh, road. We were actually lucky. We found a spot further up, but oh my gosh, cars. So were many cars. Clear back, and then we left on Saturday afternoon, and it was even even more busy. So. It was a busy weekend of the winds. Um, smoky. I, I think we already mentioned that. We we figured, oh, like there's no fire activity around in the area. It's going to be just fine. And, well, not a lot of smoke in Pinedale. And then once we got to the actual range, it was just, just super lots thick. of smoky. And by the time we got out, I mean, visibility was really, really low. And, you couldn't. You, you're sitting in the cirque, and you could see the cirque, but it wasn't a crystal clear view of the cirque at all. It was quite, quite foggy. And then when you got up onto the top of Jackass Pass, looking down, you couldn't see very far at all. Hmm. <laughs> like Arrowhead Lake, you could see past Arrowhead Lake, but not much further. Really? So it was really, really wow. socked in. Um, but we. Went in the first day, saw a ton of people on the first day, which usually on that backside past Dad's and Marm's Lake to Shadow. Yeah, you usually don't see much. No, not at all. And we probably saw 30-plus people. Wow. Um, sleeping at Shadow Lake that night, there was probably five or eight other groups there of multiple people. <clears throat> so it was busy for sure. 
did some fishing that first night on Shadow Lake. First, we set up our Hilleberg Onion 2GT tent. You're welcome. And provided by Brandon. Um, actually, can you turn my headphones down just a little bit now? <laughs> <laughs> I have you cranked. I'm going. I'm thinking of making myself go deaf. Okay, there we is go. that better? That's yeah. Better. Okay. So we set up the the Onion, and that tent is stellar. Um, did some fishing. We caught I don't know, like eight or ten fish that night. Maybe, maybe fifteen. Here at Shadow Lake. Yeah. It was decent fishing. Uh, I mean, pretty good fishing, uh, all things considered. Um, had a good dinner. My dad swore that he was going to buy a he or he would not go backpacking again until he bought a Helinox chair. Did you bring yours? Oh, I brought my Helinox. Yep. For him? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pops. Okay. He sl- he sat in it a few uh, a little bit here and there, but that's that's my chair. It's it was the number one chair I saw in the Uintas. Oh, really? Where the Helinox were, I mean, I wasn't close enough to see if it was Helinox brand, but all those little mini chairs were yeah. everywhere up there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the best. If you don't have a Helinox Chair Zero, get it. I mean, I did a four-day four trip. Three. This was only a three-day trip. My pack was under 20 pounds, and I had a Helinox Chair with me. So you can still go lightweight mm-hmm. and carry a Helinox Chair. Um, woke up the next morning, and we... There's a few, there's like a chain of three lakes. Was there a bear attack involved um, like at all? Three. Like a, that's okay. later on. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure this is all worth listening to. I don't want to spoil so. the story. <laughs> um, went up and there's like three lakes in between Shadow Lake and Texas Pass. Right. And we rigged up our poles at the first lake and started fishing. And caught a ton. I bet we caught at least 30 fish in the half hour at that lake. So the the lake just above Shadow Lake, mm-hmm. what's it called? I don't Bill, know. It's like Billy's Billy's Lake I, or something. Uh, like the map that. that I had, it didn't have a name on it, so I don't really know. I remember t- last year, two years ago, whenever it was that we we went there. Every cast, yeah, almost well, almost every cast on that lake. But then the one lake above it was called Barren Lake. Yeah. It was every single cast. Yeah, and that's that's how we were. It was almost every cast that bottom one. There's a section in that bottom lake that I'd throw. I just just use, just using a Jake spinner. I'd throw it out there, and literally before I could even start reeling, there'd be a bite on it. It was like it that's was awesome. instant. So, do not that's a lot so of fun. people fish up there? I just I think I think a lot of people fish, but it's so high and there's not a lot of food. I feel like the fish are just hungry and they're willing to eat anything out there because it's so high. Mm. I don't know. That's my that's my opinion. Mm. Um, we wrapped up there after a half hour or so, hiked up to the next lake, and it was same thing. You'd cast out, and it was when you're like 15 yards from the shore, you'd get a, you'd get a hit every single cast. So it wasn't the same as far as you throw it in and get a hit right away, but on the way in, you're getting a fish mm. every single cast. So and then we went to the third lake up right by Texas Pass and didn't catch a single thing. Yeah, I don't think there are fish in that lake. Cause I've done the same we, thing. Yeah, that, that was our conclusion. Like, if there was fish here, we'd be catching them. Yeah, because we fished that lake for half hour probably and never caught anything, and then went to the next one lower, and it was every cast, and the one below that was pretty much every cast. Yeah. So same experience. So yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's there's a uh, fish there. Then we pushed up Texas Pass. I remember my dad looking at it like, <laughs> I'm going up that? <laughs> really? Um, we pushed up it, and I would much rather go up that side than down that side. Yeah. Um, went up Texas Pass and went down into the Cirque, and the plan was to stay in the Cirque that night. 
but there was so much smoke and so many people that the view wasn't like this stellar Cirque of the Towers view. Right. And all the people were there, so we're like, let's just keep going. Was this uh, Thursday, Friday? What night was that? That would have been Friday. Hmm. Um, so we just decided, let's just keep going up over and over Jackass Pass and go down, and we'll go camp at Clear Lake or Blue Lake or uh, one of those lakes down there by Big Sandy. Because you had your <clears throat> map with you. I had, or is this all in your head because you've been there so many times? I I knew it. I knew where they were at. Okay. Um, so we start going down Jackass, and the whole time, so the day before and today, they've been this, or that current day, not today. Yeah. Um, There's this girl from Alabama who had moved to Salt Lake recently, and she was out there solo doing it. This was like one of her first backpacking trips, and I thought you're crazy. <laughs> like yeah. Solo, and she was terrified of bears. So, on on <laughs> there get, was a bear attack. <laughs> we get to Shadow Lake that night, and she like comes over. She's like, "Hey, I just want to make sure I can see you guys while I'm sleeping because I'm so scared that something's gonna happen." And I'm thinking, one, if you're that scared, why are you out here? But also, like, it's glad that she's out there because she's getting out, right? But there's also 85 other people by this lake, so you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, but we passed her going up and over Jackass Pass, and she was trying to just do it an overnighter do the whole loop just half of it one day the next half the other day and she was struggling elevation first time backpacking mm. heavy pack i felt bad but it took she was we weren't moving super quick either my dad's older he doesn't do a lot of backpacking he has bad knees we weren't moving fast and we were triple her speed mm. um so you get to the top and i i feel <clears throat> super bad because i i remember thinking oh jackass pass going down pretty mellow it's not that bad it's still like it's kind of a technical. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty brutal. It's not an easy trail. There's kind of you're going up and over rocks and ledges, and um, we didn't go down by Arrowhead Lake. There's there's a part where you get to Arrowhead Lake and you can go the climbers route or you can go up and over. And I remember last time going up and over, and I was like, I don't know if this climbers route down by Arrowhead Lake even works. I don't know if it's a good trail to take. So I was like, let's just err on the side of caution, go up and over and down. And that like wiped my dad out. That was it's technical. It's you're dropping down four foot drops, three foot drops here. It's mm. just you're using your checking poles. And the whole time I'm like, I hope I don't see that girl again because she's gonna rip my head off. <laughs> what did you, you tell her, her to go? I that told way? her it was. I was like, once you go over, well, I just told her once you go over <laughs> Jackass Pass, it's really mellow. But even if you go down the climbers route, you still have to go around that no name lake that's kind of technical, and. Yeah, we got to the base of the Jackass Pass, and it's like a mile up to Clear Lake, or you can stay at Big Sandy or go up to Blue Lake. My dad's like, we're camping here. <laughs> and he's like, he's I could not think camped straight. At Big Sandy. You go find us a camp spot, and I'm just going to keep walking on the trail, and you flag me down when we find it. So I just like cruised ahead, and we camped at Big Sandy, and it really... We had heard the whole way down, so many people at Big Sandy, so many people at Big Sandy. Is that a lake or two? Yeah, or? Big okay. Sandy Lake. I'm pretty sure there's more people in the Cirque than there was Big Sandy. Mm. Oh, yeah. It really wasn't that bad. Um, got to Big Sandy Lake. We did some fishing, caught a few fish there, nothing too. I don't know. We think we caught. I actually didn't catch anything. My dad caught two or three. So, um, But great place to be. There was a family of probably eight not far from us, and... They were playing Mafia as we were trying to go to bed, and, I, and they mixed, I can tell you all about it, they mixed it with The Office, 
so they were playing. Wait, well, what's mafia? It's a it's a game. There's, it's basically there's two mafia members that you pick, but no one knows who they are. And every night of the game, they kill someone, and you're trying to figure out who it is throughout the game. Because there was a family in the UNAs, and they were playing a game, and it was like nine past nine and so in the un is at, in late august it's du- it's pretty much dark you know mm-hmm. the, there's a little bit of blue light up there but it's pretty much everyone's got their headlamps on and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, this was on friday night when i was like i went to bed i was trying to go to bed at eight so that i could get up at four four fifteen or whatever get an early start on the summit and i'm like all i can hear are these damn kids yelling and <laughs> and and, and like normally it was music to my ears because i don't mind people yeah you know i i really don't but um some people hate like oh, i'm in the wilderness i want to be by myself but i don't if as long as they're having fun and they're sure. not being rambunctious like uh like when you go camping local and it feels like you're just camping in downtown ogden because they're mm-hmm. like domestic violence and stuff going on and i'm like yeah no not that kind of noise right. not that kind of noise we're talking like happy fun noises, happy yeah. noises and the kids are having fun but too much fun and just yelling and laughing and scr- i'm like what are we doing folks like it's like <laughs> dark like we gotta yeah. go to bed so uh, but i have no idea it's it was almost like they were playing hide and go seek but i'm like we're gonna lose some kids up here if we're playing hide and go seek <laughs> yeah. like it's, so, That's, so i don't know what games they were playing i i am under the same exact opinion when i go into the out the, the back country i don't mind seeing people like it is nice to have your your solitude and to go and just chill but i think it's kind of nice right now i'm gonna see someone on the trail and mm-hmm. and to, when you get to the lake like oh there's someone there let's talk and see where they're from and have conversation you know and and you make connections and stuff so I really didn't mind it, and I thought it was cool to see this family. We're six miles in from the trailhead, and there's little kids there. I'm like, that's pretty cool to see that's awesome. kids out here yeah. in the backcountry. They had their, their goal zero lights strung up all mm-hmm. around their camp, and they're playing a game. And Over under on uh, the weight of Dad's backpack. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> at least 200 pounds. <laughs> but yeah. I think the best part is they, they bear bagged, right? But their bear bag was, they stuck, they, they got their pack and held it by the hip belt and they put it on a branch in a tree. And then they walked away. <laughs> I thought, that's it's, really It's actually good. so that the bear could just get it while standing <laughs> exactly. on his hind legs. Right. Yeah. With, and the without best having part to is, strain its neck. Was it like right next to the tent? Well, no, it was like, it was like 50 yards from their tent and four yards from our tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right by our camp, and I'm like, you know, I'm sleeping with my food in the tent. I don't care. You know, like, obviously just, don't. But. Just act like you're a bear and go steal their food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. So what what's the bear situation in the winds and the cirque and? I mean, they they say the bareback stuff, but there's so many people there that I I I didn't bareback it. I didn't bareback anything. Um, I, I, I just read an article today about a lady who was on in the middle of nowhere, Canada, on the phone with her dad while her son, nine-year-old son, was in the house watching, and her dad ex- ex- explains it like he heard gurgle noises and that was it. Oh, my gosh. And she was dead? Bear. Whoa. Wow. Got her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nine, nine-year-old saw the whole thing, apparently, and oh. didn't... Oh, my told, gosh. Yeah, told... Uh, her husband, who came out and sh- had fired at the bear a couple times because the bear wouldn't let her go, and then uh, tried tried uh, CPR, but she was gone. Oh wow. my gosh! 
Yeah, so I guess err on the side of caution if you're going to the winds. <laughs> bear bag, take bear spray. I had bear spray in my pack, um, but I didn't. We didn't bear bag anything. I felt like there were so many people around, and I, I know the Tetcom Basin has no bears. The Rangers told us you don't need to, you don't need a bear bag here. Mm. Um, just get your bags off the ground because there's marmots and stuff mm-hmm. that are gonna destroy stuff. And we didn't see any marmots or anything while we were in this area. We slept with our food in the vestibule and didn't have a single problem so when i backpacked the winds with my mom i was so paranoid about bears i didn't sleep the first two nights and the third night i i slept like an angel because i hadn't slept for two nights (laughs) yeah that's about how backpacking goes for me the first night i'm like "Eh, yeah don't sleep too great second night a little bit better third night i'm out cold (laughs) it might have to do with the altitude too i was been looking up more articles about sleeping at altitude it really does mess with your system yeah and and not only that but if you were to go to your uh even like a hotel or whatever where it's a nice bed um airbnb had a nice bed that first night is always a little rough uh, yeah it's never as comfortable as home and you got to get your used to the space i guess yeah but, totally yeah but yeah it was see that big sign of that night and then I hiked out the next morning like six mile hike five and a half mile hike um, and then we got in the car and we got burgers in Pinedale. It was great. Which so uh, which burger place did we you go to? We went to Wind River Brewery. Okay. That's where I've always gone. I mean, no, there, I'm sure there's other places there, but it's just familiar. And what's the me. name of the shop that you got the sticker that's on the back of my car? The Great Outdoor Store. The Great Outdoor Store. Yeah. The if st- you guys are in Pinedale, go there. It's a really cool little shop. And they have stickers that say, REI sucks, support a local shop. And Gear 30 is a local a shop. shop. Support a small shop, yeah. Um, pretty pretty cool little place. Cool crew. Good good gear. Sounds fun. Dad, have a good time. Yeah, he did. He that that despite day, being kind of mad at you, he, but was, <laughs> he was like delirious. Yeah, he was not it was he was not in super good state, but he did fine after that. Didn't have I mean his shins kind of hurting him, but he did really good. He loved it, and he's like, this is gonna be a tradition. We're gonna do this every year. So cool. We're going to start and bring the brother-in-laws along and do a backpacking trip in the winds every year. So Nice. It was, it was cool. It was a great trip. The Circuit of the Towers, if you haven't been to the winds and you're okay with crowds, Circuit of the Towers is absolutely incredible. First time using the Onion uh, 2 GT. Uh, it's my was my personal tent. I just picked up the Enon Solo. Um, now, I went with the GT. Would you go with the GT? or oh, would yeah. You, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that vestibule is huge. You can fit, like, a small city in there. <laughs> and it's not super heavy. It's yeah. really, if you're splitting between two people, it's not that bad. Like, if you're going to go with any, the Onion or the Nalo, get the GT version. That big vestibule is so nice to have. So, so you didn't have weather, so you didn't get experience that or no, anything? No, we but, didn't. Yeah. But it was cool. it was warm. It was hot up there. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't know if the smoke and all that stuff yeah, had anything have to do with it, but it was it was warm, um, mm. which I'm okay with. <laughs> I don't yeah. mind that. But all right, yeah. any any advice for anyone heading up there, thinking about it this fall or even next August? Um, go, <laughs> just, <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Like like I said, Circuit of the Towers is a great loop to go. It's very easy to follow. Um, if you're looking for a loop to do, go up that backside. Okay, so which way did you go? Which so we went clockwise. Okay, um, up over Marm, Dad's and Marm's Lake, over Texas Pass, and then down. I'd much rather go down Jackass Pass than up it. So if if you're that, that's a great way to go. Great route. More people. If you're looking, or yeah, more people. If you're looking to get into the winds and 
don't want to see a lot of people go to their reservation side or Tico Basin has more maybe not as many as the Circuit of Towers but definitely has quite a bit of people but it's such a there's so many areas to hike in the Wind Rivers it's just incredible granite um, peaks everywhere you look so yep. really cool area and lots of fishing so go and have some fun and yeah awesome sweet so uh last fall just real quick last fall in october my wife and i and my father-in-law went and did that same loop but we did it the other direction we hiked into the cirque um the first night then we hiked over and camped by moms or dads like the second night and then out and um I I actually thought that that direction was really nice too, but we yeah. did it we did it in October, end of September, uh, like the last couple of days of September actually, and we didn't see a single person. Um, also, in wasn't the COVID. Cirque. Yeah, that's. I true. mean, the numbers are much much higher this that's year, true. but yeah. But I think uh, once school starts, the seventy five percent of the crowds are gone, and then once you get to like end of September, then almost all the rest are gone so we hardly saw anybody we did get like three inches of snow on us one night though um so you do get to deal with that a little bit but we had our hilleberg tent so we were totally cozy comfortable solid so anyway yeah that's a that's an awesome loop it's becoming super popular though yeah. more and more people are going on it well even but. just three years ago when i did it a lot of people were like what's texas pass you yeah. never heard of that and going down texas pass into the cirque i remember the trail was not super defined and it was very it was you can't miss the trail very now. defined now yeah it's mm. kind of kind of gnarly in sections there but it, it was crowded there's lots of people doing that same exact loop so mm. it's getting crowded um but it's a great place to be for sure cool all right thanks chase yeah all right thanks for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoyed the podcast podcast the podcast the podcast um don't forget to subscribe us a review (laughs) (laughs) um and uh and uh let's see you can follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero like us on facebook check out our website gear30.com that's spelled g-e-a-r t-h-i-r-t-y dot com for deals on outdoor research this week oh outdoor research Mm -hmm. sweet um that's it thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there